Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Very good morning to you and welcome to the show with lots to come between now and uh, midday, including a chance to win a thousand euro with Limerick Today's 10 to 1. We've been asking Limerick Today listeners on Live 95's Facebook page, do you think that face masks should be made compulsory in shops as well as public transport? Margaret says, absolutely, masks are our only lifeline. I was on public transport the other morning and people were coughing and sneezing. I saw maybe two tissues out. I got off the bus and I got a taxi home. I was disgusted. Bernie says, no, because they're constantly pulling them when they have them on. Um, Anne says, yes, provided people don't have an underlying health problem. What's the big deal? You're only asked to wear it while you're in the shop. You're hardly going to be there all day. Jackie says, yes, for both, unless you have certain circumstances in which you are unable to wear them. Things are getting out of hand again and we need to protect the people that keep Limerick City and County going. Uh, Terry Ann says, not if you read the science. More harm is done to the wearer, according to Terry Ann. Um, Ida says, yes, unless for some health reason you can't. I think it's very important that masks are worn. I don't particularly like them, but we wear my cotton uh, mask when out shopping. Uh, Barb says, people can't be bothered to keep their distance from others and are terribly offensive when you ask them to take a step back and out of your personal space. And with there being new cases being reported in Ireland, it should be made law during the COVID pandemic that face masks must be worn in public. Full stop, says Barb. And Karen says uh, no, because uh, some people can't wear them. And uh, in some cases, I have uh, noticed that uh, even drivers of public transport uh, don't uh, wear them. Um, Well, uh, a lot more coming in on that. And thank you very much for your response to it. And we'll be talking uh, about um, the wearing of uh, face masks, where they are compulsory at the moment on public transport in uh, just uh, a couple of uh, minutes. Um, the Irish Independent front page, a uh, couple of worrying stories, I have to say, around uh, COVID-19 uh, this morning. You've heard them on Live 95 News. They're dominating newspaper coverage as well. Uh, and we're only a day into phase three of reopening Limerick and the country. Uh, the Independent headline, cancel your holiday plans. Tony Houlihan plea as cases rise, increase in travel-related clusters and among younger people as the lockdown is eased. So Dr Tony Houlihan, the Chief Medical Officer, is saying even if you've booked a holiday, you should not go on it. You should stay uh, at home, um, have a staycation uh, this uh, summer. And uh, I know we heard on Live 95 News there, uh, one of uh, the new members of the Cabinet uh, suggesting that there isn't um, tension or disagreement between the Chief Medical Officer and the government when it comes to international travel. I think that um, is not supported by the facts. Uh, clearly, there is a lot going on in the background, uh, but it's also pretty clear that uh, NEFET, uh, the health emergency team, are not prepared to give cover to the new government on this one. Uh, Tony Holland has a view on this. Um, clearly, he believes it is backed up by uh, the science um, and the figures that he is seeing. So uh, the government may have to, if they wish to do this, uh, go out there a little bit more on their own than they might like. And then the Times of London says shops close again as Leicester is hit by the first local lockdown in England. 
that is the city of um, Leicester and uh, they have reversed uh, and uh, they're bringing back um, lockdown uh, there this week because of the spike in cases. Uh, So I suppose it just reminds us all of how careful we have to be. The Irish Daily Mail is going with that. Don't go abroad for a holiday, according to Tony Holohan. And the Irish Sun um, is uh, talking about um, a media conference given yesterday by one of the country's uh, top guardi, uh, who says uh, that uh, it is their intention uh, to uh, keep up the pressure on uh, the Kinnahan uh, crime gang uh, until uh, they uh, have managed to uh, put an end to it. So it'll be um, interesting to see how that develops uh, in the coming months. Uh, quite a bit of uh, publicity around all of that over the last few weeks. Um, Now, uh, we want to talk um, uh, first off about uh, our competition. Uh, Limerick today's 10 to 1. One of you will be getting the chance in the next hour uh, to come on the air with me. If you answer 10 questions correctly in 60 seconds, you'll walk away with a thousand euro. But first of all, you do have to qualify. And this morning's qualifier question is, the saguaro is a giant variety of which plant that only grows in Arizona and the U.S.? The saguaro is a giant variety of which plant that only grows in Arizona. WhatsApp 086-123-9595 with the right answer and your name. And uh, you will be uh, joining uh, me, uh, if you're lucky, in the next hour. Um, Now, um, as capacity on public transport increases from around 20 to 50% over uh, the coming weeks, it is now compulsory to wear face coverings when using public transport. Um, But Dermot O'Leary, who we've had on this show in recent weeks, the General Secretary at the National Bus and Rail Union, uh, says that from what he is hearing from his members, seven out of ten people were not wearing face coverings on public transport um, yesterday, despite the fact that it's compulsory. And the government is looking now at uh, penalties and enforcing those penalties, but you would ask, how can you police it? Um, And obviously his members are worried because uh, they are on the front line um, of this with people uh, getting on and off uh, public transport like buses and uh, trains um, all the time. Uh, So uh, we want uh, to chat to Thea Drew Hartigan who's a master's student at the University of Limerick. She was a regular bus user before the pandemic and uh, she intends to begin using the service uh, again. Uh, Thea, good morning to you. You're very welcome to the show. Hi, thanks. Good morning. So when you hear things uh, from uh, the Bus and Rail Drivers Union like that, that from what they observed yesterday, despite the fact uh, that uh, the government has made it clear it's compulsory to wear masks on public transport... 70% of the people they saw just weren't. What do you make of it? Um, To be honest, it doesn't really surprise me. Um, I know people have lots of issues about wearing the masks and it's kind of, it's not normal for us to be wearing them out. Um, But I think it is kind of a social responsibility that we all wear them, regardless um, of our own kind of health and uh, keeping ourselves safe, but just for keeping others safe. It kind of just makes sense that if you're carrying it, by chance that you wouldn't pass it on to someone else. Also, um, of course, when you are trying to increase the capacity on public transport up to maybe 50%, then that makes uh, social distancing even more difficult. 
Exactly, that's it. And I mean, we need to kind of go back to normality and especially if you want to use the bus to go back to work now that everything is kind of opening up again, um, it makes it a lot more difficult if we can't have 50% capacity. Like if we have to reduce it back down to 20% and it's really going to make life more difficult for everyone, I think, if they do that again. Um, we're not the only European country to be doing this. I know in the Netherlands at the moment, they have introduced fines if you're not wearing a mask on public transport. What about um, wearing masks in supermarkets, uh, for example? Um, once social distancing is in place, I, I think um, it's kind of up to everyone whether or not they want to wear a mask in public areas. But I think if you're not maintaining social distancing, then you really should be wearing a mask out. Um I know there's lots of complaints going in from people and we're hearing a lot about people um, not maintaining social distancing when out and about um, in shopping centres. And there, there are some people who do get very anxious about it and would feel very um, vulnerable if people are in on top of them and not, not maintaining social distancing or not practising um, good hygiene. So again, I think it's just about kind of being mindful of others as well as yourself. Um, and if it, if it's brought in, under the Health Act, that we have to wear masks out, then I don't really see um, a point not to. Uh, it's only for our safety. It's not for some other big reason that we're, is unknown to us. It's really kind of a basic thing. Hmm. So, Thea, you wouldn't be in favour of a push from some people that in all public spaces, people should wear masks and it should be the law? Not at the moment, provided we maintain social distancing. But if social distancing can be maintained, then yes, you should be wearing masks everywhere. But Dr. Holohan, the Chief Medical Officer, has been making it clear over the last few days that he's worried about the rise in cases. I think it was up to 24 yesterday. And he's particularly worried uh, that a lot of those cases are among young people. And he feels certainly, and from what he's hearing around the country, that uh, social distancing among uh, younger people is breaking down. It is. I do think so. Now that school's out and college is kind of over for the summer, um, people are meeting up more frequently. They are going out. They are um, having little mass gatherings, if you want to call them that, in different areas. And I think it's a bit silly to be doing it, honestly. I, I don't think I've seen more than the same four people in the last three months myself. And that's only because it's just easier to keep it that way. And at least then you can trace it back if you got sick, that you'd be able to trace it back straight away and that you know you've been following the guidelines as strictly as you can. What do you think younger people are thinking about when uh, they don't socially distance or they have made a decision somewhere along the line not to worry about it? Um, I think they sort of think they're a bit invincible in some ways. Um, We're all young and healthy. I don't think from what we've seen of this virus so far, we haven't really seen many people within our age profile. And I think that kind of makes young people think they're a bit immune to it. Um, yeah, I think that's what is going through their heads. Mm. We're chatting to Thea Drew Hartigan, who's a master's student at the University of Limerick and was a regular bus user. So have you gone back? Will you go back on public transport yourself? I haven't yet. Um, I haven't really had a need to. I probably will, um, starting in the next couple of weeks, once I head back to work and um, continue with my studies. But 
until I need to, I don't think I'll be going on it. Until I feel safer to, like, I would definitely wear a mask on the bus. And if I was sitting near someone or next to someone that wasn't, I just feel um, a little more vulnerable. So I think, for me, until I'm kind of assured that everyone will be wearing masks on buses and um, that it will be safe, I, I won't be going on them for a while. <laughs> It seems to us on the show that uh, washing hands frequently and in general the social distancing message, the the cough and sneeze etiquette, that they have largely taken hold. But for whatever reason, and maybe it is to do with being so late to settled advice on this and then making it compulsory on public transport, the wearing of masks has not taken hold. And you would wonder if it's going to. Exactly. You know... um kind of I think once it's been made sort of a social norm here and until we have a couple of weeks of wearing them um, I don't think it would become normal for us uh, in other countries I mean we know in Japan they're constantly wearing masks so something like this isn't foreign to them um, but I, I think once we kind of get used to it and it becomes a norm here and it does take setting them into place um under the Health Act and things like that. I think once that happens, um, we will adapt to it and just take them on. But until people just get used to them, I suppose, they are uncomfortable in the beginning. I, w- I will say that. Um, Did you find that yourself? Nice sens- yeah, it's not the nice and sensation. Um, but I suppose you have to think of the bigger picture and not just about how they make you feel yourself. And do you think there's a tendency towards... Who does he he think he is or who does she think um, she is wearing a mask? Is there a bit of that still going on? Definitely. You know, um, I think people think that once you're out and about wearing a mask that you are automatically think you're going to be infected by everyone and anyone around you. And uh, I suppose onlookers kind of think, well, I'm not carrying it. So what makes you think I'm going to pass it on to you? Um, Yes, which, of course, know. is the opposite of uh, the science. The science is that you are helping to protect others exactly. by wearing it. That's it. And I think it just, um, it is about just understanding what why we're using them and what they're there for. Um, especially when it comes to public transport, like you can't control the air that's coming in and out of that. So it is kind of on us to wear our masks while on public transport. You're not going to be on it for that long really, when you think about it. Mm. It's not really going to massively affect you. If you're using the buses in Limerick City, you're not going to be on the bus for ages. You know, it's really not going to affect us that badly. So I think we just kind of need to get over it and put them on and wear them and um, think of the bigger picture. Theo, what do you think of the story um, from Dublin yesterday? Apparently there was a bus driver who simply refused to allow anyone not wearing a mask onto the bus. I think in a way he's right. Um, for him, I suppose, he we don't know. Um, when you meet a bus driver, you don't really know what's going on in their lives. You don't know if they've got someone vulnerable at home. And it is their livelihood. If they get sick, they're out of work for two weeks. Um, so I think even from just a courtesy to the bus driver, wearing a mask is kind of on us as well. And I completely understand if you're not wearing a mask, and if it's under legislation, then they should be able to turn you away. 
Jerry has been in touch. You know, he's reflecting a view that uh, a lot of listeners to Limerick today seem to have. Um, Jerry says people are only pulling and dragging out of face masks, and it's just not worth wearing one. I I do see that around. Um, I think again, it's it's just a case of get us getting used to wearing them, um, and you really shouldn't be pulling and dragging at it. It's you know um, you're spreading infection if you have one if you're pulling and dragging at a mask. And they are uncomfortable. But it is just a case of getting on with it, I think, personally. I hate wearing one, but I'll wear it if it means that I will be safe and I'll protect someone else from getting it from me. Mm. Um, The Chief Medical Officer's um, reluctance to see anybody travelling internationally, especially on holiday, even people, he says, who have booked a holiday and may lose money, He's urging them not to do so. It does seem to be slightly different to the government's thinking around this. They're talking about establishing air bridges with countries that have low transmission levels at the moment, the way we do right now. What do you make of that? Um, I think it makes sense. There's no point bringing in um, further uh, any more of the virus from other countries. Um Obviously, I'm devastated. I'd love to be travelling off somewhere this summer, but um, if that's what's being recommended by the experts, then, I mean, I'm not an expert in health. I'm not an expert in virus control. So I will listen to whoever is the expert in that field. And if they're saying that they would recommend that we do not travel, then I listen to them. Um, I had intended on travelling this summer, and at the start of this virus, I had two family members abroad. And one of which couldn't come home and the other did get home. And um, they had to quarantine for two weeks uh, once they arrived. Now, thankfully, no one was ill, but there was that worry there that if if we even picked them up from the airport, could we be infected? Um, In other countries, I know at the moment what they're doing is you have to do a two-week quarantine when when you're going over and you have to do a two-week quarantine when you come back. So, I mean, that's going to, if you decide to go, and that is the case, or that you have to do that, then... Mm. Well, that's the case here as well. I mean, you, you have to do a quarantine um, when you come exactly. back. Exactly. Uh, um, and, and lastly from you, Thea, um, over 20 cases yesterday. Mm-hmm. How worried would you be by that figure? Um, I'm just worried that it's rising. I know it's only incremental at the moment, but I mean, 20 can turn into... 60 in the matter of a day um, and can rise again. I think we just uh, need to be very careful when we're out and about. Um, Obviously, we're on stage three of the roadmap of um, going out and uh, getting things back to normal. So I think it's just kind of that we maintain social distancing and good hygiene and we wear our masks if that's what's being recommended so that we can keep it at a low figure. if it rises anymore, I, w- I would start to get a bit more worried um, because it could set us back instead mm. of bringing us forward. Okay. Um, Thea Drew Hartigan, master student at the University of Limerick. Thanks for talking to us. Um, do get in touch with us when you take that first bus journey and let us know we'll how you see. got on and what it was like. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> and how many so people were wearing that. masks. <laughs> well, of course. Thank Listen, you so much. Thanks for talking to us. Thank <laughs> you. Um, after the break, uh, we're going to chat to another listener about this. Limerick Today now on 461995. 
going to be cheered up in the morning. Uh, do listen to Mark and Katrina's breakfast show and their Sound of Limerick with BBNet Broadband is now worth €325 Euro in cash. Wouldn't that be a nice way to start off the month of July? Uh, your next chance to call and enter is after the half seven headlines in the morning. If it's not one then, there'll be another chance after the half eight headlines. Uh, we have been asking uh, Limerick Today listeners on Live 95's Facebook page if they think that alongside being compulsory on public transport, the wearing of masks should be compulsory in shops and supermarkets. And Darris says, when I was walking around town, um, I saw roughly five or six bus errand buses and didn't see one person on them wearing a face mask. Not that I'm surprised. Jane says, uh, people uh, do realise the mask doesn't protect protect you from the virus. It only stops the spread of droplets from coughing and sneezing and should be changed regularly and after every person you've been in contact with. So I don't think having people wearing them in shops will make any difference. Yeah, and the thing about this is the science keeps changing on this. Uh, the latest that I read is that it primarily stops you passing it on to somebody else. But if two people are both wearing masks, uh, then it increases the chance of protecting each individual. And obviously you can extrapolate that out by uh, the numbers wearing masks. Uh, Mike says, on public transport, yes, but shops are already limiting the number of people in the shop at any time. They're also promoting social distancing inside. So I doubt we need masks as well. I think it is true that the shops and supermarkets are promoting social distancing. But from what I've heard directly from people that I know who've been shopping and from what we're hearing on the show, it does seem that social distancing remains a big challenge in uh, supermarkets and that there are people who either can't manage it or simply don't want to manage it. Fiona says, unfortunately, most people don't wear them correctly, placing them under their chin, moving them below their nose rather than over their nose. I've seen a person wear one on their arm like a bracelet while talking to a sales assistant. Hmm. I think they're called face masks for a reason. Amanda says, I think they should be used in shops. This virus has not gone away. Martina says, uh, why um, should uh, we uh, wait for the virus? Um, and uh, we need to uh, take proactive action um, in the absence of a vaccine. Um, and lots more responses uh, coming in and keep them coming uh, to us on Live 95's Facebook page. Uh, check out Live 95's Instagram uh, as well uh, for lots of information and entertainment and live95.ie for our entertainment section buzz there and for the latest live 95 news and sports updates and podcasts including Limerick Today uh, podcasts. Now uh, Magella is uh, on uh, the line uh, on 461995. Hi Magella how are you? Uh, hey, Joe, how's it going? Now, I remember you chatting to us. Uh, how long ago is it, Magella? It feels like years ago because of how everything has been happening here. It's a few weeks back anyway, and you were telling yeah, us in about... March, in, was it March, Joe? Was it March? Was it? You yeah. were telling us about your daughter uh, who uh, um, had been living um, in China a couple of provinces away from Wuhan. Um, and at that point, you were pointing out how they were dealing with it versus how we were dealing with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as luck would have it, the day that it was on the phone to you, my daughter actually arrived home three or four days later. She arrived home and she went into self-isolation for a week. So that's just to clear that one up. 
she kind of just got out of there in the nick of time, as they say. Yeah, yeah. And from uh, what she's hearing and seeing from uh, people still there, um, we have reports that in certain parts of China, they've had to do a bit like they're now doing in Leicester City in England, uh, mm-hmm. partial lockdowns um, as eruptions of uh, COVID-19 have happened. That's right, that's right. No, uh, Ni was in Nanjing, so she was... A, they actually, they managed it very well. Um, they managed things very, very well. But, like, a lot of the stuff that they did, Joe, we're kind of only starting to do them in the last few weeks here, which is a bit crazy, like the non-contact thermometers, you know, taking temperature and all that. That was the very first thing that they did. We're only doing that recently. Um, what else? They're, they, they're, their schools are still in lockdown, but they're teaching online. What about the wearing of masks? See, the, in China, everybody wears masks all the time anyway, so that was no, there was no big change there. Everybody, you have, because the, I suppose there's so much smog and everything, everybody wears masks all the time. And they have serious masks, you know what I mean, triple filters and all that. And what do you and your daughter think about the wearing of masks here? We should wear them. I think we should wear them. Um, see, I think, Joe, here, people... They don't know enough or else they feel like a twit when they put one on. You know what I mean? <laughs> really, parents, like, you're wearing a mask, you're not, come on, like. But, like, I think the biggest thing is that when people are wearing masks here, you're wearing the mask here to protect who you're meeting. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I, I think more people are starting to wear masks now. I've seen it. I don't, I'm living out of town, so I don't see a lot of people, but... um. I've seen people are wearing masks. Not all, not all, but people are beginning to wear them. Yeah, and it's interesting, you know, I, when I've tried to wear them, going in and out of some shops and supermarkets, I, I do feel people are looking at me going, look at that toolbox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were in um, one particular hardware shop now last week. It's the first one we went into. And in fairness, Joe, you swear we had 15 heads. You know, both myself and my daughter wore the masks going in. And like, it, it's out of respect for everybody else around us. We don't know really anybody that has had serious illness or whatever with the COVID-19, but just because we we don't know them doesn't mean, like, we know that it's there. Mm. And, you know, and what is it? I mean, why in the Irish mentality does there appear to be a reluctance to do this when we have done other things? You know, as I mentioned, yeah. the hand-washing um, and, yeah. and other things are more part of the norm now, but there does yeah. seem to be some mental block around wearing face masks. Yeah, because people feel like twits. That's, I'd say, I'd, honestly, I think that's it. Because people have social distance. People have, people don't hug each other and kiss each other. For, for the most part, people don't. I just think either people don't know the, the, the good that wearing masks does. I think that's it. I think people just really don't get it. And there's a lot of people like myself that don't know anyone that got the, the that was caught with the COVID nineteen. So I think people are saying, yeah, kind of. That's that's not us really. No, we don't need to do it. But, so we're fine. But Majel, I mean, this is one that. Difficulties for the new government, right? They are likely over the next few days uh, to um, put penalties in place um, and kind of go, ta-da, uh, there are the penalties. Uh, this is what will yeah. happen to you. You'll be fined or you'll be thrown in the slammer if you don't wear a face mask on public transport. Yeah. But they won't be policing it. I mean, That's it. how can Gardaí, you know, with everything else they're doing, 
go on and um, drag uh, otherwise law-abiding yeah. citizens yeah. off public transport because they're not wearing masks. I mean, you're asking for an awful lot. They can't, they can't. And I think, they, I don't, the guards won't be able to, but I think, and so then you're putting pressure on the, on the bus driver. Is the bus driver going to say no to somebody getting on without a mask? Like, is, is he, I don't know. Can he do it? Like, will the bus driver have the power to say no, you can't get on? He should have the power. You know? Well, he, sh- he should have the power, but does yeah. he want that or she want that yeah. power is the difficulty. I mean, they're bus drivers. You know, yeah. it's yeah. not their job to act as members of Ungarda Shiachana or extensions of the yeah. Department uh, of Health. Yeah, that's fine, Joe. But then with the five or six people get on the bus and that bus driver's on earning, uh, earning their living, they're exposed then, aren't they? Mm-hmm. They're exposed then to the, to, the, to the COVID virus because somebody decides they're not getting on to wear a mask. So Right, but, but imagine the picture here. Right, so you have somebody climbing on a bus. Um, in Limerick, and a bus driver says to that person, you're not wearing a mask, get yeah. off. Now, yeah. just my sense of Limerick people is that there may be one of two reactions to that. One is, of mm-hmm. course, uh, Mr. or Ms. Bus Driver, I totally understand where you're coming from. This is a yeah. public health matter. I will sure. immediately step off uh, this bus. I'll go and get a mask and I'll wait for the next bus. Mm-hmm. That's scenario one. Scenario yeah. two is, uh, you must be joking, I'm not moving. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. So which is more likely? Yes, number two, I'd say. And, like, and there would be a little bit more languages than that now, I'd say. You know what I mean? And the only other thing, Joe, is the bus driver doesn't open the... the I don't know. The bus driver doesn't open the bus. Signs all over the bus. You must wear a mask, something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but it's tricky and it does feel as though this is something that, and maybe it's because the advice was late, maybe it is, as you say, that natural aversion um, uh, among Irish people anyway to wearing masks. Um, But it feels like this is going to be the toughest struggle. The one thing, the one thing that might make people change their minds are an increase in the daily numbers of people um, contracting uh, the coronavirus. And we're seeing, unfortunately, some early indications that the numbers may be going up. That that may frighten people um, into thinking twice about it. But right now, it doesn't feel as though insisting on it on public transport, saying it's compulsory is enough. Maybe if the fines are big enough, maybe if they start policing it in a very significant way, that might change uh, people's behaviour as well. But it is likely, I think, to lead to enormous tension between whoever is trying to police it and a lot of people who consider themselves perfectly law-abiding and are yeah. going well. Why? Sorry, you know the the, the and, and I can hear this being said to people trying to police it. Oh, sure, sure. The experts disagree about this because it is true that experts yeah. have disagreed about it over the last few months. Exactly. See, but there is another thing as well now, Joe. Like accessibility and like getting masks, getting your hands on masks. They're kind of hard enough to come by. I think. Yeah. I, I, I think that that is that is what certainly the the highly you know advanced ones are the, yeah. the cloth ones maybe they are more available but you're right alongside the compulsory aspect there is well how are we going to make them more widely available yeah um, how cheap will they be you know yeah. will there be free schemes yeah that's a that's a fair point and there is there is the other thing now I'm not not meaning to sound negative or anything but where's the mask like somebody getting on the bus where's the effing mask give me the mask so not wear it. You know what I mean? That people need to take responsibility for themselves wearing the mask as well, that they're not they're not going to be handed out every time you get on a bus. You know what I mean by that? 
I do, I do. So you get on the bus, you pay your 50 pay. I don't know how much the bus is, a euro or whatever, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And then you get a mask with it. I think that's not going to happen either, sure, it's not. No. Okay, Michelle, listen, thank you so much for chatting to us this morning. We always uh, appreciate your time. Uh, keep your comments coming on this and uh, other subjects uh, as well. Call Limerick Today now on 461995.